This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hi, Jack. How you going? I'm good, thank you. How are you guys? You good? We are Great. fabulous. Valentine's Day today, by the way. You're our Valentine. Yes. Would you like oh, to be shit, our Valentine? Yeah. I'm, fly- I'm flying tomorrow, so I'm not really celebrating it, to be uh, honest. But. Well, this, this can be our Valentine's Day Zoom date, practically. And we all got a perfect, drink. Perfect, yeah, cheers. Cheers to new love. Okay. <laughs> new love and new friendships. Yeah. And new opportunities. <laughs> so just for anyone that doesn't know you, can you introduce yourself, where you're from? Give us, give us the little cool. rundown. Hey, I'm Jack. I'm a London-based fa- London photographer, and I do music, commercial, and kind of actors, editorial, etc., and fashion photography. How old are you? I'm just intrigued. I'm 26. You're 26. Gotcha. And did you grow up in, in London? In uh, I grew up just outside of London, but yeah. like in a place called Guildford, which is just quite a like small town vibes, basically. Yeah. So yeah, but I work, work in London. I've lived in London for like four years and I've just moved back for a bit, but yeah. Okay, cool. Awesome. We usually like to start the episode by asking our guests um, like a quote they live by. We like to call it our mantra of the week. So yeah. <laughs> we're going to do a little, what is your mantra, mantra of, of the, the week? week. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say this, this is my friend Ed told me this years ago and this really, this helped a lot and it's follow, hang on, let me remember it. It's Follow the money and the dream will disappear. And if you follow the dream, the money will follow. So Love like it's, so I guess elaborating on the quote is basically like um, when I was first kind of starting do, doing photography and to the point where I kind of was getting paid jobs and stuff, I was also always like looking at what like clients are going to want to see. So like I'd go out and shoot my friend with, you know, in one style with wearing a brand just to make it look like it was you know, a commercial shoot or yeah. whatever, but like kind of cheating in a sense of that. So like I'd I'd shoot my mate top to toe in Nike yeah. or Adidas or, you know, whatever and um, try and kind of do that. And then I was always trying to just do so many different styles to match trends, et cetera, et cetera, and basically follow the money. And I was just like getting, I, st- I got to a point where I was getting good like commercial work and like a lot of it. And I kind of, was so unhappy like I was so depressed and I never got home from a shoot and thought god I love that shoot I always got home and I was like oh my god that was so stressful but at least I got paid for it and then when I started realizing that like money's not really making me happy as such if if I'm doing this job and doing like getting so stressed over work that isn't making me happy and earning more then I kind of would rather not do it so I started like going into just like right what do I actually want to do and then I started 
finding my style um, is, yeah, I've kind of started finding my style basically and shooting stuff for fun. And then I realized like the stuff I shot for fun actually got way more, like got shared more, et cetera. And then suddenly people wanted to kind of me to shoot my style. And then from there, I got more and more comfortable with it. And I'm still obviously growing like as much as I can, but I'm still on my journey kind of thing. And yeah, I think people are kind of getting to trust trust me more because of that quote, I guess. I think that's such an important message, like yeah. especially in our generation where I feel like so many people want to be on social media and they want to be in the creative industry. And I feel like the number one question um, that a lot of people get is like, how do I how do I make it in this industry? And I think the key is just be yourself and yeah, follow your heart. Mm. And everyone says that they're like, you're just be yourself, do, do do you. But it's really hard to do that. Like what you said, you want to make it, you want to make money. Mm. So you feel like you have to kind of fit into that, you know, definitely l- narrow little spectrum of what's normal, what's accepted. So I think it's amazing that you've kind of gone against the grain with that. Mm. Definitely, definitely. And I think, I think definitely starting up, it is like, you got to take that quote with a pinch of salt because you do have to like fit in and try and get, get to a certain point. You can't mm. like, some people can just do it from the get go, but like, you got to kind of get there. And then when you kind of have a few clients start testing stuff, but like definitely like there is no such thing as a wrong idea or a wrong concept. And when I realized that, when I was like, that person could literally be doing, you know, shooting a fish tank and it exploding or something or whatever, just randomly, it can just be that. And it can be art rather than it having to mean something or, you know, you know, for instance, I used to not have, smoking in my images because I was scared that like mm. commercial brands would not use me but then I was like but I want fuck, I want smoking in my images so now I do it and this hopefully fingers crossed <laughs> I haven't burnt too many bridges now nah, this leads on to like such a good lead on to we always ask people when we talk to you know anyone what was your fuck it moment like what was the moment that you were like probably even in that that you're like I'm sick of doing shit how everyone does it I'm gonna go against the yeah. grain I'm gonna chase down my dreams like what was that do you remember the defining moment for you that you were like, I'm done? <laughs> definitely, I, I mean, yeah, definitely, definitely. I think my ma- most fucking moment in terms of like the, a shoot and the shoot concept, et cetera, was a shoot I did with a guy called Jordan Barrett, where I kind of had this idea of like just uh, an athlete looking person eating junk food. And I that saw was just this. like, I made a mood board and I sent it to a few people. And no one was interested. Like no one wanted to do it and no one really got it. And um, my friend Lisa, Lisa Jarvis, who's a, an awesome stylist, was kind of like, I was like, here's here's what I want to do. Kind of, I've never met her before before this shoot. All kind of like, you know, talked ideas, and that she just loved it. She was like, yes, I love it. And then I sent it to Jordan. He's like, yeah, fuck, fuck yeah, let's yeah. just do it. Let's just do it. Let's go for it. And then we did it. And that shoot, from that shoot, it just like spiraled. It got shared loads. It like my following went up loads, and just everything. It got it started like people talked about it, and I like got this kind of I guess rush of just like whoa like I did what exactly what I wanted to do and it received it well I so think, I think that's how I found you maybe or something before that but I remember seeing that shoot being like oh my god like finally someone's doing this and it like encapsulated such a feeling to it and such a grittiness while still being like beautiful it's really just crazy I don't know how you do what you do but it's it's amazing um what was the fuck it moment though for you like as a human like I guess maybe with photography or like pursuing that in itself what's yeah what what defines as a fuck it moment I'm trying to 
Like when you grew up, were you was this what you always thought you were gonna do? Like were you always like yeah. Oh okay, so like I guess yeah, no, not at all. I did um I was terrible at photography in school and <laughs> basically like my I think my end of the my whole like um course in in uh, A level, they just said like well done for finally waking up and creating some good work. So I used to just not give a fuck <laughs> basically I wasn't <laughs> interested in photography at all so I wanted to do graphic design and then like I always kind of wanted to be I guess be a bit different as well so like pick something not kind of normal I guess so I used to have a girl actually years ago made me a tumblr and I was just like, I'm not making a tumblr I don't like everyone does it I don't really <laughs> want to do it but she made it for me and it was and I like got just obsessed with it <laughs> um and yeah and then I kind of made a shoe blog and then whatever and then messaged a guy from my school and yeah, when I helped him kind of, I, I asked him if I could assist him and he, he said, yeah. And after that, I was like, whoa, like photography, there's so much more for, to photography than what I learned on the course. Mm. And yeah. And that was kind of like every time he messaged me, could I assist him? I, I worked in a cafe. I just said, yes, like yeah. no matter what, I just say, yes. So like if I'm working and they're probably relying on me, I was just like, I have to, pursue this mm. over this this current job that's just paying the bills it's not what I want to do for the rest of my life yep. so I guess my fuck it moment it was just like giving everything and being available yes. all the time whenever yep. I'm asked no matter what no money mm. just I'll be there just so I can get that experience and, and get in the door and yeah learn yeah. about it so good yeah I think I think yeah the main thing is like just how hungry you gotta be as well so mm-hmm out, like we were wondering is do you do your own editing and what is like the process of when you're creating a concept and like can you walk us through like from start to finish like getting like, on set I'm intrigued yeah. about like I look at your photos and it's, I, I'm, I'm like how did he take like whatever I guess how do you take your concept and bring it to life like props set mood feeling like that's obviously a big question but like how does that work in your in your brain I guess, like, uh, when I when I look at a person, like, if I look, if I get given a subject to photograph, the first thing I'll do is research them and see how they've been shot before, and try and find a way they haven't been shot before. Mm-hmm. So, with I don't want to give too much away, <laughs> um, but like, <laughs> I try and research a way they haven't been shot before, and then I am, um, like, and then I tell like, us everything. All my photographer friends like. Ask him how he edits. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, and then I'll, I'll look into it and I look at a way they, you know, still keeping completely on brand with, with them. Um, and sometimes being able to push that a bit. Like I've never tried and just do some shoots are just crazy and like just ridiculous. So I'm not, I'm not trying to do that and be someone who's like, what the fuck is this kind of thing. But like mm. I try and look at how they have, how they've like not been shot before. And then I ha- honestly have like a folder on my phone of like hundred plus images, and it could of for references. But the references could literally be like a picture of a rabbit, and I'm just like I look at that rabbit and it reminds me that I want to use a rabbit in a shoe. And then mm. I look at the color of the rabbit and I'm like, oh, we could get a pink rabbit with pink hair, something <laughs> like that. So and then there'll be like I've never shown anyone this folder, but there's even like a photo of someone, you know, a guy's eyes the wrong way and stuff, and it's like I could use that for this and blah blah blah. So I kind of have those photos to go to. So if I get a job through, I'll, I'll go on those photos and I find something that works weirdly, that's a bit random, have that idea and then put it into a treatment and like a whole PDF basically. Mm-hmm. And 
yeah, and then start writing how it's going to be shot, the color schemes, etc., um, and what props we can use, and then we kind of go back and forth to the the teams, and then it kind of develops from there, really. Do you have your own team that you normally go to to work with, like for styling and 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 set design and props, or d- does it change much? Like, yeah, so te- team wise, like. Um, like I guess stylists and stuff in London, I've kind of I'm quite selective with, mm. and I think at the moment as well, like especially as kind of stuff I guess picking up in in a sense, it's kind of let me be a bit more selective as well. But I definitely is have like these stylists that I work with, which yeah. is a guy called Oliver and Lisa. Like I just love their styling, and obviously I've worked with other really amazing stylists, but they're my kind of go to, mm. and you know, I'm very kind of vigilant of the team being used for stuff because I think, uh, I don't know how to say it, but I think a lot, some some people are quite uh, like hyped, I guess. Mm. And I'd rather focus on their ability rather than their hype. hundred percent. Yeah. Which I think can kind of get crossed, crossed over. And I think, yeah, I don't know how that sounds, but like, yeah, it's just kind of like, I guess, yeah, looking at people's skill and, I guess they're them understanding me as well because yeah. a lot of that's that's it really. So there's a lot of stylists who are really amazing, but they just wouldn't understand what I mean. And the amount of times I've kind of made a mood board and it's like, oh yeah, cool, 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 and then they'll get loads of stuff and it's just like, well, that's just not what I meant. <laughs> like, what? But it's really good styling. It's just not not what I meant. And without that styling, I'm not able to shoot the photos I want to shoot. Like I love, I love whites, for instance. I love whites. I love shiny textures. And it's like if we're getting, you know blacks and matte textures then it's just not it's kind of the same as a mood ball but it's not quite mm. how it work basically yeah no the team is very important I feel especially what you said that, that they understand you because I feel like yeah. your vision is and all your visions for your shoots are so unique I think that's definitely important and the styling's always really on point so yeah well let's talk about your most recent shoot which is so exciting and we have seen it Everywhere. Everywhere. Oh, like people are resharing this crazy. <laughs> Cardi has a confession to make. <laughs> okay, Robert Patterson has been my crush since I was like, what, whenever Twilight came out, obviously, like every girl under the sun. But I remember I was like scrolling through your stories and I saw it come up and I was like, he did not just shoot this. And he just like did it in the coolest fucking way possible. Like so cool. I can't not gas you up because it's just like genuinely the coolest shoot I've seen in years, especially for like GQ. Like it's very mainstream and like you just completely took it and you ran with it and you're like, I'm making this so jack. It's not even funny. <laughs> just like, we just want to know about it. What, how did that all come about? And, um, like, how did you formulate the concept? Yeah. Like, what was your inspiration? So, so I think, um, I think like, like that Jordan shoot that I was talking about earlier, mm. like, I'll be honest, that kickstarted the, um, a wider audience seeing my work. Um, because yeah, it was like for years, it was just so, I was just, it was so hard to grow. And it is, it's the same with any industry, musicians, yeah. everything. Like you put out this work and you put so much time into it and it's so hard to grow, but you just need that, like the right person to hear it or the right person to do it or the right person to shoot. And I think shooting Jordan kind of gave me that exposure. And I think kind of, um, you know, a few people were able to see that. And then I kind of got a call from, uh, Rob's team, I guess. And they were... <laughs> Kind of asked me if I'd be up for it, etc. And then, yeah, so and it ended up doing it basically. And, and as I was talking about earlier, with my folder of inspiration, I was just like, I've got this 
subject who's an insanely talented actor and you know he looks incredible and he can just he's so versatile mm. and I've got this folder of all my ideas that I've wanted to do for years I'm just going to go for it and use like all of them <laughs> but um but no it was kind of like I guess yeah shoot when, when I'm kind of shooting him it was kind of I got given this foundation and it also given this I guess internal pressure of like right Jack this is like a chance to really just it's going to be get good kind of shareage anyway this is my moment who he <laughs> yeah. is yeah yeah it's, this is my moment to go for it and I was like I've got to give it absolutely everything and kind of um yeah, I was like, what looked looked up how he hasn't been shot. He hasn't. I know he he played a part in a movie where he has blonde hair, but I was kind of like, I'd love to shoot him in blonde hair, slick back, or like the Sum Forty One singer, or yeah. something like that. That would be really cool. And then I'd also love to shoot him like like Rob, like his you know his classic his classic self. And then there was like darker bits. I was like, I love tattoos. I have bleached hair and tattoos. I was like, well, let's try and get some tattoos in there. <laughs> And and then we kind of after calls with everyone, we kind of came up with a concept. This is yeah, kind of with um his team and everything of him kind of transforming into something. And it was all meant to it's all meant to be mysterious in terms of like there's no specific person he's transforming into or anything. It's just kind of like let's just create this mystery shoot that's just like what does this mean? Like yeah. what is this shoot? Like what does it mean? He's you know that's what that's what it, we kind of wanted to do basically was just make something that is just going to be like what the where does this come from like what what is it it's funny <laughs> to say thing. that because so, it, it's it, it felt like there was a storyline to it because it does it feels like there was just so many like different sets and things going on and it felt like a storyline but almost more like a split personality which mm. actually I feel like represented Rob, not that I know Rob but it felt like <laughs> definitely something me and Rob go back yeah like, <laughs> we're you know we know each other so well but it, it did it felt like this other side that I guess the public hadn't seen to him that I feel like he thrived in because mm. I guess I feel like some of the movies I've seen him in he really plays extremities really well and I feel like obviously people that cast him into like that twilight box it's like I think it represented that side of him and it it, it was just amazing and yeah congrats congrats on that shoot how was Thank it shooting you. with Rob yeah, by like, the way tell, like, give us, give like, us what, a little what bit of what's he like, like? <laughs> He's yeah, a really, really, really lovely guy. Really <laughs> lovely, humble guy. Thoughts, like, I'm just like, just incredible to shoot in terms of giving you, you know, facial expressions that yeah. just show so many different sides of someone. Yeah. And obviously faces say a lot. Eyes say a lot. You know, you can look sad, happy, angry, anything with just your eyes and eyebrows and stuff like that. And I think just like his range of facial diversity it was just absolutely insane mm. so yeah put like the probably the best person i've ever photographed so aside from rob who else has been like the most iconic person that you've shot or a pinch me moment for mm. you um yes justin timberlake oh <gasps> jt didn't know about that one <laughs> yeah i shot justin timberlake like i think three years ago four years ago for levi's and then Real Madrid as well. That was mad. Wow. I don't follow football, but yeah. I was, it actually gave me so much joy because all my mates love football. Yeah. So I was like, hey, guys, I'm with like Ramos. And they're just like, no fucking way. Like, that's fucking sick. And I was like, I have no idea who these people are. And I like went up to a German player like, hey, man, are you German? He's like, yes. And then I looked him up. He's like one of the biggest players in the world. He's obviously German. That was like when like, we were in London recently, we were out or like we'd met a group of football players and um, I think I got a photo like a film photo with one of them that we were all like friends and I posted it on my close friends and all my guy friends were like 
no way you're with, and we're going to say his name, so-and-so, they're freaking out. I was like, I have no idea who this person yeah. is. And I look him up on Insta and he's got like 4.5 million followers. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's, it's bad. And it's probably best in those situations like that you're like that because… Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but also like, I, I, shot, I photographed Billie Eilish like four <gasps> oh. times when like before… Before she kind of uh, blew up, I guess. So like, I shot, I photographed her for yeah for Vivo like years ago, yeah. which that was super cool. But yeah, I mean, there's been yeah, it's been some mad stuff, and you're kind of so it's weird. Like the most starstruck I've ever been was like seeing a comedian I love in the street. <laughs> 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 Literally, I was like, oh my god, it's fucking it's Thomas Gray. <laughs> but like that's the, yeah, but yeah, there's been there's been some cool stuff. <laughs> Why do I just fully see you directing some crazy Billie Eilish film clip? Like that would yeah. just… I can't wait. I can't wait to watch your career just go woo and all this shit you're going to do. That's the… I mean, yeah. As like you mentioned that, I, I do definitely want to get into video and I've kind of put that on hold a lot because there's going to… Pro- like I, I'm putting a lot of pressure on myself to mm. put out something so sick. Yeah. So if that takes a year, it takes a year, two years, whatever. I will one month when I've got that project I can just pour my heart into it and try and make something wicked well I'm excited to see it I I don't doubt it's going to be amazing um how do you overcome self-doubt or comparison when it comes to your creativity and your vision so oh it's hard so I wouldn't say I overcome it I always doubt myself and I that's the biggest one of the biggest like battles out of everything is self-doubt and like yeah, any shoot really, even though even the GQ shoot, like I was just like, oh, it's out t- tomorrow, it's out tomorrow, and I didn't even want to look at the photos before they went out because I'm like, what have I like done? His <laughs> like edited it wrong or like done something like it's about to go out in the world, and obviously it hasn't. I haven't edited anything wrong, but it's just like sudden panic of like, what have I have? And like, there's probably things I'll, I'll pick out that no one else will because mm. I know how how it's all done, and that's like the hardest thing is. I have the look, you look at the photo you've made, you know exactly how you've done it and you know exactly where, why that light there or if that was there in the first place or not. So it's like, I'm constantly doubting myself of like, does that look fake or does that look like it was there in the beginning or whatever? And like, is you can't get too complacent with that as well because sometimes it does. Like sometimes you think, yeah, I'm fine and then it, you get called up on it or whatever. But like, yeah, so like, I guess handling self-doubt is just, being more and more confident with your work, mm. which I think is just, it, it has to come naturally. I don't think it's like, there's an easy formula for it really. It's just kind of like, I guess after this, I'm going to be on my next shoot a bit more comfortable with myself. And yeah, and then did you mention kind of like uh, comparing as well? Yeah. Comparing as well. Um, I try and like anyone who's, I'm going to compare myself to. I just don't follow on Instagram and I try and avoid watching people's stories too much. Um, I don't post that much myself in terms of like my life. I keep it quite private. But yeah, I think the best thing with comparing is a lot of situations that I've been in that that haven't been very amazing or whatever, but I've seen them on social, the same event, let's say. I've seen it on social media. It looks wicked. It's like you kind of, able to just like always take every person's success or story with a pinch of salt. Yeah, mm, 100%. Yeah. Do you ever yeah. show, like if you're doubting your work, do you ever show anyone, like are you allowed to show, say if the GQ, if you were doubting it, could you show a friend and be like, do you, like obviously someone who has some knowledge in the industry, but 
does that give definitely. you any confidence or do you just trust yourself? Yeah, def- definitely, definitely. I mean, yeah, again, it's hard because like as, yeah, as the one whose name's on it and the one who's a lot of times, you know, people, yes, yeah, it's, it's hard, I guess, like, because you're looking so deeply into it to the point of their skin tone is slightly too far one way. But to, <laughs> like, for instance, I had like a, a shoot I did, not not that shoot, but like, I had like, my, my, I showed my dad and there was like three photos. No, I had, sorry, I bought a new screen and both like, both the screens had the same photo. And I'm like, can you not see like this new <laughs> screen is just absolutely, this is shit. I can't use it. And he's like, there's no difference between the photos. I was like, oh my God, nobody understands me. And I was just like, yeah, it's like the tiniest little thing, but it's like, so the thing, if I look, if I show people, they're like, oh yeah, it looks great. Like, cool. And then it's like, fuck, like I'm, mm. it doesn't look right to me. So mm. I have to like, yeah, you kind of have to trust yourself really. It's, it's, it's in that situation. That just reminds me of girls picking Instagram <laughs> photos, like us two to each other being, okay, which which one's better? And then yeah. she's she, 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 like, they look the fucking same. I'm like, see, yeah. there's, like a di- there's like a little like twinkle of the eyes different in this one. <laughs> like, I think we're always our, like our, our worst critic. critics. Yeah, our biggest critics. And yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's such a really good example of like same with a photo I've done is the same as a photo you've taken of yourself because you know you the best and yeah. I know my work the best so you're just like fuck I look I don't look good in that but you like everyone else like you look at, you look normal and you look great yeah. you know what I mean it's like you, you scrutinize it so much mm. and then you like get in a, hu- a fuss over it when actually like <laughs> the detail that you're seeing nobody else is going to see it's good though. I think that's why you are where you are and that's why you're doing the things you're doing because you've got such a, you want it to be great and you want it to be amazing. But I, it, you you walk a fine line of being a crazy perfectionist, I guess, and killing your brain over, you know, something that's a, a little detail. But I wanted to ask you, how do you calm the chaos? Like how do you protect your mental health um, when your life gets crazy? And do you have any practices that you do or anything really? I've- I think I think for me, like, um, I'm not going to preach gym, but I started going to the gym this year and that's yeah. helped, like, a lot, like, yeah. so much. Just, like, take my – I play squash with my my best mate. Um, and he – you know, I, I play squash with him and um, that kind of takes mind off stuff. And then also, like, having a really close circle of mates from – oh, I'm still best mates with all my schoolmates. Wow. So, like – they I see them all the time and I'm just quite content with them. I just Aww. love them. Like, and they're just my, they're my schoolmates and that's it. And they know me, like I talk about work, like, well done. They talk about something else. Like they don't, they don't gas me up all the time or yeah. whatever. They're super supportive, but it kind of, that's, I think that's what helps with this craziness because it would be easy to lose your head a bit sometimes mm-hmm. and go off, either go off the rails or just start being like an absolute dick. Mm-hmm. And I think, the main thing is, is like having, yeah, I'm, I'm close to my kind of old mates and stuff. And that, they ground you. They just help. Yeah, they ground me the whole time. And obviously, like, I I have other friends in the industry and stuff and loads of really good friends I've met. But I have always having them is knowing that I can always go back to them and they're going to give me advice because they it's from their heart rather than trying to get something out of it basically yeah they just love you for you not for all the shit that you're doing and exactly exactly yeah. and whatever i do if i'm you know if i do start acting like an idiot they'll tell me yeah. and not just kind of encourage it and feel like yeah. you know yeah it's easy you- to get caught up in a lifestyle basically so as long as you've got some people to ground you then i think that's how i definitely handle kind of that, that side of things yeah nice 
Yeah, we're, we we make it such a priority to ground ourselves with people who are going to make us feel good, but also have our best interests at heart. Like I think in any sort of industry where, you know, people want to benefit off you or, mm. you know, use you for things, like it's easy to get blindsided. And yeah, I think especially in LA, Mm. it's like a it's everyone's yeah. got a hidden agenda and <laughs> I like when we go to LA I like leave and I go home and I retreat because I'm such a sensitive person and I I always like to see the best in people and I go mm. there and I'm like everyone's like just got a hidden agenda and it's like but and I always same thing we come home and we just remember that you've got your close circle and people that won't take shit and anytime mm. I start being a brat I know I'm gonna come home my friend's gonna be like Cardi. Yeah, Cardi. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, you've been to LA. Is that, yeah, yeah. yeah like, that's why you're acting like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk goals. What is your dream job, your dream brand you want to work with, um, musician, actor, all of that? So I guess, I guess my dream job is to shoot a movie cover. Like, I've just wanted to from day one. I just love it. I love how it's just one image and it's just got to be so intense. And that tells you the story of the whole movie in one image. You know, the intensity, they're always very heavy in post, which I love. And just like, that would just be incredible. Just to like, even for the small things like in my house, just have a (laughs) movie poster and stuff. Like that would just be amazing. And like, I think I've always loved like intense, intense portraits. And I've always loved intensely and I've never... With my kind of photography style, I guess I've always loved high contrast and kind of crunchiness, I guess, rather than super soft. And I think, yeah, I love all like movie covers and stuff. So that would be like a dream in that sense. In terms of music artists, like day one, I wanted to shoot ASAP Rocky. Yeah. And we've ne- I don't think we've ever been in the same country at the same time. It's just never, there's never kind of anything has come up that, that's kind of um, come up with him, basically. But I'd love to, I'd love to shoot ASAP Rocky. Um, and... Yeah, that, maybe that, you yeah, can shoot can the end. family portrait. Yeah, you can do the family <laughs> portrait. That'd be insane. Like, I'm sorry, that would be iconic. I feel like you're on brand yeah. for them. I feel like they would be into that. Let's put it out there. Yeah, they're, they're cool. Rihanna, ASAP, new baby on the way if you're listening. Yeah. We've got your man. That Have your be, people contact Jack's people. <laughs> and then, uh, then actor wise as well, I guess. Leonardo DiCaprio, just because he's such a such an insane actor. Like I just love ev- everything he's in. Like I just oh, and Brad Pitt as well. Brad Pitt. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, along with your I guess goal goal things, wh- what are your future plans, and where do you kind of see yourself in the next coming years? Obviously, you want to. You said uh, videos and all of that. Um. Yeah. I guess my so my big plan right at the moment is to move to LA. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's over the years, just like gain more trust in myself firstly, but kind of more trust to do exactly what I want and have, you know, have a path of kind of more creative directing campaigns, create creative directing music artists and yeah, shooting videos, directing videos and yeah, bringing a whole world to something rather than Mm -hmm. just a photographer basically. And that's, that's the plan. And that's kind of where I'm going with everything at the moment is just like creating my own little world basically yeah of candy colors and jack's world yeah (laughs) you're a big like go big or go home kind of guy i'm gauging 
Definitely, definitely, absolutely. <laughs> what star like, sign are you? Oh, yeah, what's your starry? Pisces. The- You're Pisces. Oh, I love Pisces. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about them. Pisces I don't even know underworld. what Pisces meant to be. Okay, we can educate you one time. We'll teach you. We'll, we'll what, give you. what are you guys? A Leo. Cancer. Yeah. Okay, cool. He's like, and I don't know do what the fuck that means. Great um, yeah. compatibility. Yeah, we're very compatible. We balance each <laughs> really? other. Really? I'm the lion, so I'm like, and she's like, <laughs> yeah, like the water baby. <laughs> okay, and what? And what's Pisces then? What's, what's Pisces is like? water as well. That's why I love Pisces because we're both water signs. So we're like quite okay. calming and like grounding and nurturing. But Pisces can be a little bit like, you know? I, it makes so much sense because I always say with Pisces, they live in the underworld. Like Pisces have always these like very right. intense visual either feelings or ideas and like exactly that. Like they, They're the they, most emotional sign. Emotional, but also like they can just transform and create really crazy art. Like they always say like the, like the rock stars are always Pisces. They're like so in their art and like really embody it, if that makes sense. So you, okay, fit, so. you fit the mold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, also, I just wanted to ask why LA? Do you just feel like, I guess, for the path you're wanting to go down or the, the people you're wanting to align with, the opportunities are better there? Or um, have you just Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Grown I out think of like every kind of, over the last year, there's a lot of jobs I missed in LA as well um, because of COVID and mm. not being able to travel there and stuff. Like every kind of big thing that's come up for me has been LA yeah. based. And I originally wanted to go to New York just because I love America and I love American culture. And I kind of guess I always am trying to make my work look a bit American in a sense. Yeah. But I went to LA for three weeks, like last kind of, yeah, the end of last year. And I was just like, whoa, like this is so cool. Like in terms of like who I can shoot, like I was just, yeah, getting hit up by people. And it was just like, they all seemed to be there. That was the thing. It was just like, hey, bro, oh, I'm not there now. I'm coming back in a week or like I'm coming there and it's just everyone was coming back to there. Like, obviously, I'm not going to just live there and not travel. It's like, I just feel like so many people are based there, but yeah. you're always within a few months, someone's going to be coming back there or going there. Do you see what I mean? Whereas mm-hmm. London's a bit more restricting like that. But I just feel like at some point every year, everyone kind of goes to LA. Yeah. <laughs> who, who I kind of want to work with, basically. Yeah, we were yeah. saying that the other day. Like, it's literally like the little hub that everyone's just like doing their, their trips to LA then going back to where they live then trips to LA. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. The land of opportunity. Yeah. Mm. It is. And it's like, it's just good weather all the time. Um, True. So you can just, you just feel like, I feel, I feel just felt good. I felt inspired when I woke up mm. there. Whereas here, it's like a Monday morning. It's like torrential rain. It's yeah. like, That's what we're signing oh, up God. for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you guys have sun so all the time, well. right? Like we, we're a little bit, yeah, we're, just, get, we're just kind of being a bit oblivious to it. We're like, we're, we're going to be fine. We can just jet off to Mykonos for the weekend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the one thing. Like British culture is sick, but the weather is just sometimes. Mm. Like, um, that's only like the only, like the beginning of a year, but like, oh God, yeah, really, really does get you down sometimes, but you'll be all right. I, I, we're both going to die because we're such beach babies. Like yeah. we love being in the sun and the water and <laughs> <laughs> We've grown up with it. So we like go to London for two weeks in winter, and I was like, I love the cold. Oh, I think I love it, it now. Like it's, it's so <laughs> fun. And then my friends are like, Yeah, try living in it for like months. Yeah, literally in the summer having a barbecue and it starts raining. Oh. That's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> but saying that, the actual like when it is sunny here, it's like the so best. So beautiful. Yeah. It's sick, and we do get like you know a good few months, and like even when it's like crisp 
wintry. Like at the moment, it's not like it was raining this week, but I mean, it hasn't been raining too much. It's just kind of been cold and you can like wrap up and it's mm. really nice. And also like the winter, like Christmas time, like big coat yeah. on and it's all it's like Christmassy there. and it's, yeah, it's really like a really sick vibe. So I love it. I, I love, love the it. fashion as well. It's just way cooler than Oz. Like Oz, you just can't be who you want to be. Everyone's like, oh, why the Tall poppy fuck are you wearing that? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it really. Everyone's it's basic like, yeah. It's it's very yeah, lo- hard. Yeah, very hard. Yeah, because London's just like that's that's the cool like oh god, yeah. When I kind of started working in London, I was like, oh my god, I can literally wear what I want now, basically. No one judges you, no one even like looks twice yeah. at anyone, which is great. So you just see like that's another thing, just you see so many characters in London that I is love it. Inspiring in general, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, that's why when I when I found your work, I was like, why do people not do this here? Like no one has the courage really yeah. to kind of like push any boundaries here. Everything's very played safe. That's mm. that's the main reason I was like, I want to get out of here. But yeah. it's just cool to see creatives like doing that. I'm like, come on, Australia. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> step up. Oh, it was so nice to speak to you and hear your story and get to know your journey so far. And we're both so excited. I just started following you on Insta from I've given her the rundown. I'm like, look at this, look at this, look at this. And I'll be watching closely yeah, and I'm, I'm really have the full excited talk. Yeah. Yeah, no, thank you so much for chatting with us. Yeah. I feel like, I feel no like we've known you for ages. It's you really great to chat to. Mm. Very inspiring. Really, really, really good. Well. Yeah, you've got your head screwed on. It's really nice. Amazing. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad I come across like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not quite screwed on fully. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> no, nah, that's good. We we like quirky this year. Yeah. Weirdos are better anyways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you should get, get to know us. <laughs> Normal is not in our vocabulary. Yeah. But yeah, all right. Well, thank you for, for joining the pod. Yeah, thank you so much. No worries. Thank you guys. I really appreciate it.